Hopefully none of you is claustrophobic. Claustrophobic? Who would ever be scared of Santa Claus? Piece of art with history and scorpions. You know no, that, right? no, 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 no. This is... You sure the one by your thumb there isn't a scorpion? No, that is my thumb. I like milk. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Welcome to the Thanksgiving Spectacular. Yes. And, Steve, we've talked Thanksgiving on the show quite a few times, so I don't know how much there is to still cover, but was there something you wanted to get to particularly about Thanksgiving? Jay, I actually have some uh, Thanksgiving history prepared. Oh, I like this. Yes. The Chubb yeah. history. Chubb history. A little Chubb history on the history of... I did this on Valentine's Day, which turned out to be messed up. Erotic. It was erotic. It was messed up. Those Romans knew how to get down. Yeah. Um, This one actually has to do with uh, the song Mary Had a Little Lamb. Okay. A which, classic? Um, My ringtone? It's very vague. What is what is what's big? Well, okay. So everybody thinks that in sixteen twenty one that's when Thanksgiving started, right? Yeah, right. I mean people people think of it as like when the sad, like the settlers came over and it was kind of a breaking the bread with the natives. Well, they think that the Wampanoag people taught the colonists uh how to farm in exchange. Uh, you know, they just welcomed them and gave them food. Yeah. And then they had a meal, and that was it. Yeah. In 1621. Turns out, sure. you know, so that did happen. Okay. The, the Wampanoag people uh, did it, but they only did, they only taught them how to give food because the European guys had guns, and the Naragansett were on their way to just mess up the Wampanoag. Got it. Yeah, it was a trade of, of sorts. We'll show you how to, how to cook. You're going to give us your guns. Yeah, they're like, we have this corn stuff. And they're like, yeah. I don't know what TikTok is, so I haven't seen the video, but I'm interested because yeah. we're starving. And they went they went for it, and um, they did have a meal. Okay. But before that, there was a European holiday it was called Harvest Home in Europe. Lame and name. They would have feasts to mainly thank God for stuff. Okay. So if you survived a harsh winter, you'd have a Harvest Home feast. Everybody didn't die, you know, from the plague. Oh, you have a yeah. Harvest Home. Oh, a supply ship came back. You have Harvest Home. Harvest Home. So you could have multiple a year? Yeah, you could have multiple a year. Okay. So these pilgrims, you know, they got there and they're like, oh, we're not going to die. So let's have a little feast. They had the harvest yeah. home feast. And th this wasn't like Thanksgiving, really. Because there's no cranberries. There was no cranberries. They may have had turkey. It's a possibility. Because, yeah. you know, there were turkeys and turkeys. I don't know if you've ever seen them in the wild. 
I have, yeah. Probably easier to catch than a goose because yeah. they can't fly as well. You just walk up, punch out a turkey, it's your turkey now. Exactly. Now, this is this is a big Illinois thing. A lot of props here. Abe Lincoln is actually the one that made Thanksgiving a holiday in 1863. Ooh. Yes. Big big link dog. He only gets credit for like I don't know what what the heck did he do? He uh he invented the penny. He invented the penny. That's right. So Lincoln invented the penny, not even on the list of the top 10 hottest presidents, I don't think. No. He's um not. <laughs> Yeah, he invented the penny and then he's like, "Well, I need something to spend this penny on." He bought a turkey. That's how Thanksgiving started. Okay. That's interesting. So he made it a public holiday while the Civil War was going on? Uh, When was the Civil War? Was it going on in 1863? Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. Apparently he was not very involved <laughs> in the Civil War. He's out, he's out here making turkeys. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a wild thing. Like, hey, if I were a citizen at the time, I'd be like, hey, maybe like focus on the war thing. Yeah, you're just making a new... This is BS, Lincoln. That's probably what John Wilkes Booth was so pissed about. Yes. And he actually That was like his birthday. Off. His birthday was I bet you look up John Wilkes Booth's birthday. Let's have a look it up. If it's around if it's around Oh dude. Oh he's yeah. Okay, May tenth. Alright. <laughs> okay. Well it doesn't exactly fit in my thing. But maybe he had a good friend or like, you know, his spouse. They don't have his spouse uh information. Uh, they only had when she died. They don't have when she was born. Uh, but his spouse, maybe his wife, Zola Martha Mills, uh, was uh, born around that time. They had plans, and then he makes this a public holiday. Nobody wants to do anything now except for hang out with their family around November, you know, end of November. Yeah, I just Googled John Wilkes Booth Thanksgiving to see, and apparently he was a sex maniac, <laughs> according, to, according to the New York Post. The headline <laughs> just... just John Wilkes Booth was a sex maniac. He was apparently the handsomest man in America. He was obviously a psycho um, and a racist and a bad person, but he is, yeah, I mean, compared, I agree. He's not a bad looking guy. Would I say sexiest man in America? No. Yeah, he was, he was an actor. He was a good actor. It wasn't, he was like Brad Pitt level actor of uh, Civil War times. Well, we don't know if he was a no. He he was <laughs> great he was. actor. He was. It's it's documented. Look it up. Okay, I will have to read the reviews. <laughs> he was a Shakespeare guy. Oh man, yeah. I'm looking at some of the women swooning over him, and they are lookers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here, one more thing. This is a quick quick side note. It's quick as we're going to Trev history here. Uh, more about the Ulysses S. Grant thing. Uh, Grant was supposed to be in the booth that night with Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Uh, the, the night the Lincoln got shot. Uh, but then his Ulysses Grant's wife found out that Mary Todd was going to be there. And apparently, like, all of the wives of, like, all the generals and all the people in the cabinet and stuff just could not stand Mary Todd Lincoln. I get that. I get that. And... uh she they talked they had stories about her like making people cry and all this different stuff she was just oh, sounded geez. like the worst like just you know just not a nice person and so uh when ulysses s grant's wife finds out that mary todd's gonna be there she's like no we're not going to that 
Oh, he probably would have stopped it too. And, and that's what's ass. crazy about it. Yeah, he might exactly. He might have been able to stop it. Like yeah, who knows what would have happened? You never know. You never know. He might um, have like caught him earlier. He, right. But the, the plan was to originally those pistols only them. have like one bullet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so exactly. he probably would have got Lincoln, and then he probably would have maybe like beat him up or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, it would have probably been a who knows, who knows. You never know. But uh, yeah, that's it. Was just they were supposed to originally kill both of them, but uh, crazy, crazy thing. Anyway, continue. More about Thanksgiving. John Wilkes Booth was pulling in seventeen thousand dollars a week in today's money. Oh, in today's money. Yeah, but that's got to be. You know, more a lot of buying power back in the day. Yeah, he got yeah. stabbed by a jealous lover. I gotta look into this guy. He seems like a maniac. Nobody's ever dug deep into him before. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, nobody's <laughs> ever <laughs> dug into it. Um. So the last Thanksgiving thing is actually Canada did this forty something years earlier. They started oh. Thanksgiving. Okay. And Lincoln just copied it, I guess. Okay. And the history books have lied to you. So does Canada still celebrate it now? I think so. I think they do the goose thing, though. And I don't oh, mean to bring up the... goose. I do I do not want to talk uh, goose yeah, I mean, this episode. Yeah. But they're big on the goose. Okay. I uh, I I did not know that. I did not know it was kind of, it felt very American to me, so if, if other people are doing this it seems less American. And I do like any excuse for a holiday. I'm never mad at any holiday. There's none. I'm like, oh, this one sucks. You know, I don't know. I don't like Easter. Easter? What do you mean? I don't like it. The rabbits, the eggs. I just don't like it. It feels like a sham. Well, like you get one Chris, you get one holiday. Jesus, pick one. Well, he wouldn't pick Easter. I think we know that. I know he would go Christmas. So why do I have to get all dressed yeah. up and you, you get, pretend like I go to church? Well, because you look the best in the bunny suit. I do look good, and they yeah. installed that custom flap in the back for me. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> the, true. The furry but you always did. put the carrot in the wrong spot, though. I don't know where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> I know it doesn't go in your pants. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Okay, well, thank you. See, what any other any other stuff other Thanksgiving? It's I very know. interesting. I don't know. Come on, you know Thanksgiving, it, big deal. Get over it. That yeah, no, that's it. I'm sorry. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like Thanksgiving. Okay, vocal that's fair. about it. I yeah. if I could take, you know, Easter. That's a religious holiday, so I won't count it. But if you had yeah. to knock down a non-religious holiday, obviously Thanksgiving. Get it out. I was going to say. I was going to say Flag Day. I don't even do people. You don't. Do you even get the day off school for that? No. Doesn't. But count you should. You, I agree. I want another summer holiday. I want a summer holiday. There's no summer holidays. Fourth of July, I, think, I guess. Yeah, so Fourth of July. Yeah, but I want another. Nothing more American than I, that. I don't want to do like October. You got and you got and Halloween, flag days. Thanksgiving flag days Christmas, in June. Holiday, it's June fourteenth. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, bing, 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 all in the winter. Just getting hit, getting hit. I don't like it. And then my birthday. Nobody cares about my birthday because Valentine's Day. Another one. Bing, bong, bong. Sorry, dude. I know. I don't like. I get overwhelmed. Yeah, no, I get it. In the summertime, I got Fourth of July, and that's it. 
when it, the weather's nice. And Flag it Day should be heavy. June fourteenth. Jared, get over Flag Day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Okay. Fine. I'll stop talking about it. You and Kid Rock can go celebrate it in Tennessee somewhere. <laughs> Detroit. We're going yeah, to Detroit sure. to celebrate it. Yeah, except it would be only you and Kid Rock celebrating yeah. it. <laughs> That's fine. That's For fine. example, you remember me possibly as a man with small hands. Yeah, you think you think he had small hands. Do you remember that? Yeah, sure. Okay. What yeah. you remember is false. Okay. Yep. Okay. Big masculine my hands tell a story of greatness nope. all right uh steve there's something i have to talk about because it's been almost even too long oh, no. i'm talking about we're gonna go back into the renaissance here we're talking fraser wow brendan fraser i posted something on chubstep instagram if people have not seen that chubstep podcast on instagram showing the picture of brendan fraser on the cover of gq for the comeback man of the year Oh, big comeback. Big comeback. Now, again, I have kind of been saying, you know, again, I 2015, I reviewed the first Brendan Fraser movie. So seven years ago, I was on the Brendan Fraser train for a long time. I have a picture of, you know, painting the Brendan Fraser in my bedroom. I know. It is hot. Uh, it is hot. Anyway, here's a little crazy, Steve. A little crazy thing. I'm in love with the Chinese chick. I looked at the Vegas odds for... Uh, best actor for the Oscars. Brendan Fraser right now is by far the favorite. Really? To win best actor at this year's Oscars for the movie The Whale, which is not yet out to the public. It's in the uh, in the circuit of the film festivals. I was going to say, I have, I have not seen Brendan Fraser in anything. I, I did. I watched that one robot where he was the robot and you don't see his face. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. I watched that, and that was the TV like show. a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. He's still in that. Um, I He's done like some smaller roles in movies recently. Obviously, anybody that's listened to the show knows I've reviewed all those. But this new one he's starring in with one of the people from Stranger Things, the redhead girl from Stranger Things. And he's playing uh, like a 600-pound writer. God. And as we've talked about in the show before, Nothing the Academy loves more than a movie about movies. And, you know, he's in the media world. So him being a writer is uh, man, he looks fitting for that. Guy. Yeah, he's, this, he's I, I, I'm not going to see. I can't see. Oh, God. I cannot watch a whole movie just staring at that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you, though. It's uh, he's literally the, the favorite right now to win Best Actor of the Year, which it would be insane to have somebody that like was huge for a long time. I was still a big fan of, but most people had kind of forgotten about. Uh, yeah. Did, you know, very kind of independent, you know, roles that were kind of all over the place for, you know, here and off and on for a while. And then uh, if he ends up winning it, that'd be pretty crazy. I, you know what? I hope that he does win. Yeah. And then it inspires him to get back into George of the Jungle shape. We'll see. He had a lot of injuries is what he talks about. So I, I read yeah, this whole look, article I with GQ. I don't, I don't need him to like do it for him. I need him to do it for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I uh, I read this whole GQ article. It is one of the longest articles I've read in quite some time. It's very long. And uh, it's just interesting him talking about his, you know, series of kind of what he went through and all that kind of stuff and how this is, you know, 
he really is looking forward to this role because it's something he's been wanting to do and much different than anything he's done yeah. in the past. So we'll see. I'm excited. Renaissance, it's fully here. That's kind of one to want to get at. I'm pretty excited. Did you know that yeah. in his first role, he was a sailor? Yeah, I've seen the movie. And he got thrown into a pinball machine and they gave him $50. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yes, I that did. That is straight out of the GQ article. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it either way because I had reviewed that movie. Oh, God, this article is really long. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, what I'm going to need from you is an article of clothing, preferably an undergarment. Don't you usually get that from the victim? I've seen it both ways. Jay, I want to get get to... I I tease this, I think. Minx. Oh, Minx. Yeah, you said this was controversial, yeah. It was controversial. We're talking Minx now. This is a new segment called Mink Talk. Okay. All right. So a bunch of no-good criminals in Ohio broke into a mink farm. Oh, no. Where they farm minks. And they just released them. 40,000 minks. 40,000 minks? 40,000 minks were let loose in Ohio. God. Yeah. Minks are really only farmed to use their fur coats, right? I don't know what they do with minks. I'll tell you right now. I know they make make fur coats. You're probably, I mean, maybe the farmers eat them. Or I'm sure they do something with the meat. Like, they probably grind it up and feed it to hogs or something. Like, you're not wasting all that mink meat. Yeah. It looks like a prairie dog, is what it, it looks like. It looks like a ferret, kind of. Yeah, it's not a tra- Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Ferret. I mean, it's, all, it's a rodent. Yeah. It's like a long rodent, uh, bigger than a rat. They're cute. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty cute. Yeah. If, if I, like, saw one in the wild and it wanted me to, like, hold it, I would. I would yeah. pick it up and... But then I'd be like, ooh, so soft. And then I'd... I'd cut its head off and I'd take its coat, its fur coat, and I'd make a sock or something. <laughs> yeah, make socks. <laughs> so this guy released some people broke in. Do they know who it was or why they did it? Um, yeah, I think it was some uh, eco eco guys, but they don't think about this. The minks are carnivorous, right? Yeah. <laughs> so- so, you know, you got chicken farms around, right? Yeah. And this says homeowners in the area apparently have, like, koi ponds. Oh, my so you, God. So you release 40,000 mink into the wild, and they just kill everything. Wow. Yeah. And, like, it said most won't survive because they're domesticated, so they don't have any survival skills. So they're, like, just going to go out and die. Yeah, so you're really not even saving them that much. No, but, you're not. You're not. But some might survive, right? And they're arguing. The person who releases, probably an animal activist person, is probably like, "Oh yeah, you know, I don't want them to die for a coat." Yeah, I mean, which is it's kind of dumb. Don't. This is where it's controversial. I think it's kind of dumb. All right. Well, Steve, can I tell you another risk of this? Yeah, of minks. M- Minks are among the animals that can be affected with coronavirus. No way. Uh, virus from minks to humans was first documented in the Netherlands. How do you document? How do you document? Genetic tracing. <laughs> Some guys like goes in a doctor's like, I don't feel so good. They're like, what? What did you do yesterday? 
kiss kiss my mink on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You kiss anybody? Just my mink. Kiss, kiss my him, mink. Kiss him every night. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like okay. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's so, pretty crazy. Another danger. I did, yeah, I didn't think like it, forty thousand. Forty thousand is a ton. It goes out, eats everything that's in its sight, and yeah. then infects and everything then, with coronavirus, it, and then dies because he can't survive in the it, like it's going to die in the winter time because <laughs> it's just going to freeze to death. So great, exactly. You've got a bunch of minks frozen to great death. job, great <laughs> job. Yeah, that might be worse torture than whatever yeah. they. You know what? If you want to, if you want to actually help, here's what you got to do. You're an animal guy. You got to start your own free range mink farm. Where the minks can yep. live a happy life, and then you got to sell those coats because yeah. nobody gives a shit about your stupid "don't eat meat, don't eat mink" ideas. My other thought is just buy them off the farmers if you care about them that much. Yeah, right? buy, them, buy and, them. Yeah, and then uh, like feed them. You got to take yeah. care of them. You can't yeah. just like it's just. I got to release all these mink. Great, and then the mink just stand there like, what? What do I do now? Can I come home with you? They're like, no, I don't want a bunch of mink in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A mink coat does sound luxurious. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's high class. Like if somebody it's bought me class. one, I would be thankful. Yeah. Or if people want to Venmo you, Paul-T-1. I can't buy my own mink coat. I want it to be a gift. Okay. You want to be gifted. If somebody can just send it to, uh, just email show chubsout.podcast and gmail.com and ask for the address and we'll we'll tell you where to send the mink coat. Wouldn't that Steve? make you just feel like the prettiest girl on earth if somebody gifted you a mink coat? <laughs> yes. I, I oh, yes. <laughs> I would just lay on my couch wearing the mink. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, baby. My I do have a big coat. It has like a fur collar. It's badass. Um, nice. I look cool. I look like Denzel Washington when I wear it. <laughs> Denzel Washington and Training Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just feel like, yeah, yeah or like the movie Four Brothers. I'm like, um, yeah, Marky Mark or something with his big hood, fur hood. I'm like, just so warm. I don't know. If yeah, I, I honestly haven't looked into it. I don't know if it's fake fur. I don't know if it's real. But just assume it's real. Assume it's mink. If I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? What am I working toward? So I had this this company trip a few weeks ago in, in Mexico. I briefly mentioned. I, I didn't know how to greet people sometimes because uh, it was coworkers that I was with. So, you know, a guy you're doing a handshake with, typically like girls, women, you are hugging when you meet somebody new. Wait, but when it's a coworker. In no, no, I'm talking about like when you're, say if you're meeting somebody that you know already, right? Uh, you're greeting them with a hug, right? Oh, uh, oh. But in a work scenario, okay. that's not really appropriate. Yeah, yeah, I know these people already. Um, yeah, yeah. But a work scenario, it's not really appropriate. So you just do a, it's. But then you don't usually handshake a, you know, man to woman is not usually handshake. It does sometimes. But sometimes it just feels. Uh, and then I've got like my wife there who is not a coworker. So what does she do? Does she. <laughs> I just, it was, it was interesting to think about the greetings. Like I hadn't thought about it ahead of time. And then like we met somebody, I was like, oh, what do I do? Here and then I think I ended up just like handshaking the guy and like trying to move into handshake of a girl and it like didn't it, it was a miss and I just like stood there. <laughs> I don't I remember it being a little awkward, but uh, <laughs> I don't really have an answer for it. But I actually think think about it ahead of time. Jay, I actually like to handshake girls. 
that I've met before because it's a power move. You get eye contact. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get to stare you, you know, if you want, you can just swaddle their hand with with their consent. They're consenting. Yes. To the contact, and then you just give them a deep eye contact, and then they're ooh, they get the shivers. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I uh, there was other, another thing from this trip. We had this tour guide. We did these Mayan ruins, and there was <clears throat> I've heard had a lot of tour guides in the past. They're usually pretty standard. Yeah, uh, you know, just tell you about things. But this guy was very interesting because he told you all the things not to do. As many things as he was telling you to do, he was telling you a lot of things not to do. So huh. we go to these Mayan ruins. Before you get to them, there's this big um, a series of shops and things like that. So he says, hey, when you get there, uh, there's going to be a lot of people trying to sell you things. And you're going to want something authentic Mayan, authentic Mexican, you know, uh, because you're in a you're traveling and stuff like that. Let me tell you a little bit about what they have to offer. And he says they have uh, they have dream catchers. Oh. Those are from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> he says he says they have churros. Try churro. Those are from Spain. They have maracas. Those are also from Spain. Uh, they have uh, they have big blankets. It's like, when is the last time you ever saw a Mexican guy with a blanket? <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot here. You're like, That's yeah, fair. No, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like, all right, good point. Yeah. So he goes through these series of things, and he uh, he tells us, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm a I'm from my I'm, I'm a Mayan heritage. I'm I'm super into it. This is the only thing that is Mayan is uh, chocolate. Chocolate's Mayan or uh, Onyx, uh, the the black stone. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's some cool stone. Yeah, it is a cool stone. So he said those are the only two things if you want to get something. You know? Wow. And then so then he so he says that, and then he says there's going to be all these restaurants that are around there, right? You're going to want some local Mexican food. He's like, there's only one place I recommend, and I'll tell you the name of the place. Everything else is terrible. He's like, there's going to be, a, you know, oh, one of the locations we're going to go to, there's food there. I wouldn't eat there if they paid me to eat there. <laughs> and uh, then he goes and he's like, you know, there's going to be people trying to pay, take pictures of, you know, with you with iguanas, right? And they're going to come up to you or, or monkeys yeah. or big snakes. And he said, the one thing you have to do is ask them ahead of time, how much is it? Because what they're going to do is you're going to take a picture and they're going to say $50. Oh, that's a well-known scam. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, you have to ask ahead of time, what is the price? And once you establish a price, if you still want to take the picture, then go do it. But he said the same thing happens with these restaurants, too. He says a lot of times they'll bring, they might even have sometimes good food, but uh, they won't have a price on their menu. So you'll go there and you'll get like two tacos. And he said, it'd be like $75. <laughs> and then you'll come running to him and you'll say, hey, I don't know what to do. I got to pay $75. Like, yeah, you got to pay $75. He's <laughs> like, I can't help you with this. I'm a tour guide. <laughs> So this guy, he was like the most real guy I'd ever, you know, experienced in my life. Oh, God. Uh, gave him quite a big tip because he was like, again, there's very few people that like <laughs> far stand out in their profession. This guy was such a pro. <laughs> I love to see, here's all the bullshit stuff you're going to get before I love, you even see anything. I love how like he's obviously spent a lot of time there and he's just so fed yeah. up with like oh, getting yeah. ripped off. He's just like, oh my God. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's heard. I'm sure he's heard it a million times. Like all the complaints and stuff like that. And he's just yeah, that would be so. Experience. You you want to charge me seventy five bucks for two tacos? I'm I'll I'll fight I'll fight in a Mexican restaurant. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'll give uh, him three bucks. Take it or leave it. Oh, that's a good deal. Good deal, Steve. Um, the last thing in that, uh, going back to the Minx thing, Minx, ex- ex, you know, going all over the place. Not Minx related, but animal related. We were in this conference at one point. We go to the bathroom in this conference hall, and uh, there was a bat. I posted a picture of my Snapchat for those who are Snapchat in the. There was a bat within the bathroom. Oh. So this bathroom was like in the middle of this building. So was not he like an exterior facing. Yes, sleeping inside one of the stalls. <laughs> It was insane. I'll post a picture on the Chubb Step Instagram. Yeah. But literally, somebody, we're walking past it. This is a nice, also very nice bathroom. Again, <laughs> not just like one door you'd have to go through. There's like a series of, of ways. This is not like an easy entrance and not near any of the exits or anything like that. <laughs> uh, they have a vent. <laughs> they have a vent. He cut up. He cut up, right? But he was just like literally just sleeping inside one of the stalls. And somebody opens it up and is like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would have noticed what it was because it was kind of small. You know, it was just kind of like this black blob, like, against the wall. And then what somebody pointed out was very obvious. But, like, I don't know if I had somebody not pointed out. I'd, somebody could have easily been not paying attention and walked in there. It would have yeah. been bad. Well, he would have you, closed the stall door in this. <laughs> and stuck it I, the you know I love bats. I'm a big bat yeah. boy. Yeah. I would I would try and pet him. They're so cute. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the office, they tried to do that, and she got uh, rabies. Meredith. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a crazed bat, though. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, Steve, I had some Tanzania news. Jay, me too. Oh, are we talking about the same thing here? The big news? The big news? The, the plane news? Yeah, the plane news. Oh, yeah. This is bad. <laughs> Let's talk about it. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting. <laughs> You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Oh, man. All right. Um... I mean, as you've heard, Jared, um, yeah. as probably a lot of people here haven't heard, uh, we got a plane that went down. Um, not as dramatic as the Air Malaysia that just disappeared. Yeah. But there was a water landing in Lake Victoria. Plane went down. 48 people on the plane, 24 made it out. Yeah, 19 passed away. And what the crazy, so the crazy thing is not, a plane crash is obviously kind of crazy and scary in, in this time of day. If you see this plane, it's actually a prop plane. Yeah. Which is like. It's pretty common still, though, for like short I, trips. In in non-U.S. spots. Mm-mm. U.S. basically is Even in U.S. Pretty much easy. Even in U.S., you're getting, you're getting some props. I've flown in props. I've flown in a prop one time. It's not super common, Steve. This is a big plane for a prop plane. Plane. The the interesting thing that maybe you found this to be the most interesting, why this is a relevant story, uh, probably is because it, it was the rescue effort, right? Oh my god, so we we talked. Okay, well, I just want to point out we talked about those dudes in the cave a few weeks yeah. ago, yeah, who just balls to the wall, knocking kids out, drugging them, getting them yeah. out of the out of a two miles in the cave. So these Tanzania guys, I guess, um, 
diver showed up about four hours after. So the plane lands in the water. And crashes um, in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> land, crash, whatever. It ends yeah. up in the water. <laughs> so I guess about four hours later, uh, somebody showed up. Like a boat showed up and it doesn't have enough gas. <laughs> so I guess like they <laughs> they got there the and boat ran shows out of up gas. with not enough gas. <laughs> yeah. So then they had divers on the boat and the divers didn't have oxygen in their cylinders, so they couldn't dive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like the immediate, like the one thing a diver needs is his oxygen tank. I'm gonna go ahead and say this to any diver right now. Don't wait. Just fill up your tank now. Fill it up so you're ready. If you're, especially if you're in a rescue type of scenario, <laughs> yeah, like you don't know when that's going to happen, so go ahead and just fill it up. That's a chub like, step the tip. Fact, it's a chub step tip. Yeah, a little life hack for you. Uh, here's the thing: the, terrible rescue effort. So they talked about some of these. Like they could have saved a lot more people. They think, but because it took so long, you know, a lot of people end up drowning or things like that. Yeah, this is. It feels. Like, it does feel like a little bit of a blame game to me. I agree. I because like once it starts going down, I mean, I don't, I don't know the full situation if it was like, yeah, because it would have had to been completely sealed off, you know, because obviously yeah. water's getting in there. Yeah, exactly. But like, and then of course too, like if it's completely underwater, the second you like open a door to like start the rescue, water's pouring in. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, but again, I don't know. They said actually the biggest help with rescuing these were the local fishermen. Yeah, some fishermen um, were the first to be on the scene, and they immediately started, uh, like, rescuing people. They rescued, like, whatever, 24 people. Yeah. And one of the fishermen, Jared, Majaliwa Jackson, the government declared him a hero. I agree with that. That guy defines hero for me. They declared him a hero, Jared. Not only that, they gave him a one million shilling reward. Wow. You know what that equals? No. Four hundred thirty dollars. <laughs> I'll take it. You know what? It sounds much more impressive when you say a million shillings. But but four hundred thirty dollars, I mean like the guy was he wasn't doing it for money, right? No, no, he was just like on the scene and he sees a plane go down and he's like, starts rescuing people. What they should do is actually give this guy the job of Jared, they the did. rescuers. They did. They gave him, I'm not even kidding. They gave him a million shillings. So they gave him $430 and they offered him a job in the fire rescue brigade. Oh my God. I didn't get, that's not in my article. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that's how Tanzania's government operates. <laughs> Just like you did a, you did this a man's a hero. This man's a hero. Give him four hundred dollars, and I want him in charge of rescuing now. Meanwhile, yeah. like, what does he know about well, rescuing? He doesn't know shit. He just happened to be there. <laughs> like, I, well, yeah, but he saved people that he know. He knew more than the guys that showed up with no. Air no, he, he didn't know more. He just happened to be there and probably started <laughs> swimming out of the plane, and he like helped him in the boat. Yeah, I doubt right. he was I, like I, I diving into the water. Like, I see your point. We don't know the whole story. Let's not assume the worst, but it's also right. probably not assume just, the best. It just cracks me up. This man's this man's a hero. You, you're fired. Majaliwa, <laughs> you have his job now. <laughs> 
it, it, again, the four-hour thing, it's it's almost like a Teddy Kennedy uh, type of rescue here. It's like very minimal effort. It You know, a lot of stuff could have been different had it been done sooner. It's, it's, yeah. It is sad for the people that were not able to be saved. Because, that is sad. Especially if it seems like it was not, you know, if it was more of a drowning thing and not an impact thing, that's that's kind of, that's bad. I mean, four hours, yeah, that's a lot of time. But like like I said a few weeks ago, when somebody jumped off a bridge in downtown uh, Wisconsin, yeah, it took an ambulance like 20 or 30 minutes to get there. Yeah, yeah. So like, if if we're judging the response time based on that, even if it took them 30 minutes to get there, I would assume that it's like most of the plane is underwater. That's fair. He's a good man, your sheriff. And he's going to keep on sheriffing. Same as you all are going to keep doing whatever it is you do. Barbers cut hair. Cooks cook. Librarians keep checking out books because it's very important to read. What happens when Bible camp opens? Bible camp's canceled. And I'm not really doing questions and answers right now, dear. So, I've, you know, I'm, I usually drink, like, wine or beer during Chubstep. Yeah. I started drinking Vita Coco. Yes. And you might you might have actually recognized a 23% uptick in productivity during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't know what it was attributed to, but now that you say that, it's Vita Coco. It makes I was sense. using code JRED30. For 30% off. J-R-A-D-30, all caps. Nice, Steve. Well, I appreciate that. And the productivity, it shows, and it uh, doesn't go unnoticed. Thanks. We get, yeah. We're all winning when we use code JRED30. JRED30. Exactly. 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 Uh, Steve, I was at a one-year-old's birthday this past weekend. Ooh. Now, we talked about this before where you said the best gift you could give a one-year-old was yeah, so a, a, a wet nurse of a different nationality so they could try, a, you know, Some a different taste. Yeah. 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 A different taste because they're used to the same mother's milk to that point in their life i you didn't did think enough no i i wish i again ah, wish i would have all of other chances there's more one-year-old birthday coming awesome. <laughs> but i don't know i don't know if i should say something to the parents or something like that i got no recognition from the one-year-old that i was there oh zero not even like a hey thank you for showing up any sort of thing like that Ugh. kid just walked right past me looked up at me kept moving on are you kidding me and you probably brought him like a present like you probably spent money. It was on. a it was a gift card and then wine you got for the, the parents. Kid, a gift card. Here's the deal. It's an investment. <laughs> what the hell? The kid can't even read. Yeah, the kid can't even remember yeah, what gift I no gave him. No way he can look up the balance of that gift card. <laughs> it's a good learning experience. I mean, here's my thing that I get upset about. The parents are teaching these kids about like here's just you know. A, B, C, D, like start them off. You know, if you and your kid to learn something, challenge them, right? Don't start off the easy stuff. <laughs> Give them start a gift card. up important stuff. <laughs> a slightly learn how used much, gift card. Yeah. Slightly used gift card. Learn how much the balance is on there because that's a good life skill, right? Yeah. It is. It's tough you to know, figure out a lot of times. Letters are important, but gift cards are also important. Man. I mean, <laughs> good for that kid. You see, I'm never, I'm sorry. I'm never going to. Like, uh, well, I guess I did once. I'm never doing this again. I'm never getting, like, parents' gifts 
for their kids. Oh, shit. yeah. Okay. Because I, I didn't make that choice. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. I'm. I should not be in, uh, contributing money into, like, you, like you don't need. A, you need a crib. You go buy it, or go to the forest and harvest some wood and build it. I'm not. I don't have. I didn't have anything to do with that baby getting here. Yeah. Am I the godfather? No. I lost that competition. So even yeah. if you guys die, I don't have to take care of the kid. So, okay. So then, what's what's your salute? What do you get the kid? I get him like a toy that he would like. Okay. The last one I went to, I went to Chubstep yeah. Mike's. Um, I think this is the last baby gift. Oh no, actually, I. Uh, okay. So the last one I went to, <laughs> I went to my friend's baptism party. Yeah, I went to a baptism okay. party for his second kid. It's a girl. Um. But I like the boy better, so I got the boy a Velociraptor toy. Yeah, and I didn't get the girl anything. <laughs> yeah. But she's too dumb; she doesn't do anything yet. Yeah, yeah. No, she yeah, just yeah. looks at me like I'm like, like you're the problem. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What do you want? What do you? What do you want? Like get in her face and everything. She doesn't even <laughs> cry. I'm like, there's something wrong with this kid. <laughs> She's not crying. She's not happy. I'm there. What's <laughs> Make going up your on? Your mind, kid. Yeah, she's just dead behind those beady eyes. God, that pisses me off. I'm sorry you had to deal with that, dude. Thanks. Yeah, but that's that's like you know my take. I'm, I'm I don't. You know what? If the kids have a party, I'm buy the kid a this. present. It's a good point. I had heard this advice to buy something for the parents uh, from somebody else who also has kids. I now I see this recurring cycle, right? You, the parents just wanted to, to grab up all this money. Kids yeah. never see that. That's why they created the Coogan accounts for child actors. I needed one. of. I'll tell you right now, I could have used one when I was growing up. Exactly. Because what happens is that uh, child actors, they get paid money, and a big portion of that goes into a Coogan account that they cannot access till they're 18 so that yeah. parents don't steal their money. Can. Yeah. Jay, I, you know, when I was growing up, I, I, I clearly remember, oh, here's a check. Put it in your savings account. I thought I had a yep. fucking bank account. Yeah. You know what? Turns, turns out I, there's no bank account. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't get a dime out of that money. That's bullshit. Yeah. You were expecting to turn like 18 and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, and like I just be able to buy a car because I've, I've been getting checks since I was six years old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, good one. Good joke. God. You know what, Steve? This has completely changed my mind. No more. It's going to a kid's <laughs> thing, and, I, and I'm going to find some way where only the kid can cash this money. And it, I, I'm going to create a Coogan account for this yeah, kid Yeah, be like, hey, I started your kid a trust fund. And then you tell everybody else, hey, everybody. I, here's, here's the scan my um, QVC code or whatever. You can just <laughs> yeah, return your present, and you can give the kid the money. The parents are freaking out. <laughs> I'm in on this, Steve. I'm all in. 100%. All right. We'll wrap. That's some good advice for people who've given them too much good advice, I think. This is for this being a free show. Too much good advice. And really, you gotta, you yeah. guys got to start paying. So so the way you can pay us back is by sharing the episodes with a friend uh, if you enjoy the show. Uh, also, rating us on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, even if you don't, go to Spotify, rate it. It's five stars. And then... Uh, New episodes every Thursday. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com, and we'll read off your emails and answer your questions. 
The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.